0: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Give a Fuck. My name is Simone and I'm coming from Southern Ontario. Uh, yesterday I missed um, making a podcast. Um, I found out that one of my um, my acquaintances um, was actually uh, diagnosed with cancer and was in the hospital. So I thought, well... Sometimes you just need to let things be and um, and just journey and what is really important at that moment and so that's what happened yesterday anyway, so here I am today. Um, it is Friday, so this was my first week of podcasts and um, uh feel free to let me know on Twitter or um, jumping back into Anchor podcast and, and send me a message or leave me a voicemail letting me know what you think about uh, our podcasts and um, if you have any ideas and thoughts on on um, things and thoughts we can explore on Give a Fuck, I'd love to hear about them. Um, so one correction was, um, I had mentioned in one of the other podcasts, a, uh, a lovely chef Um, I said his name was James Beardall, and in fact, I confused um, his first name and Beardall, which is the last name of one of my acquaintances, but his name is actually James Beard, so I just wanted to correct that, and he still has passed away, so that didn't change. (laughs) Anyway, um, so what'll we give a fuck about today? Well, I wanted to talk about um, a Japanese uh, scientist. Um, his name is Masaru Imoto. M A S A R U I M O T O. And Dr. Imoto did some amazing experiments that are still that are still ongoing. People people try these experiments in different ways and different forms. Um and it's fascinating. Fascinating. So I'd like to tell you about that. Um So what he he wanted to measure was, do our thoughts carry vibration? Einstein said, uh, did a lot of work on vibration and Tesla, sorry, I meant to say, Tesla says that everything is vibration. So Dr. Emoto looked at that and he conducted experiments on many different um, subjects and they were inanimate objects. so he did an experiment on Japanese drinking water, for example, and um, he, uh, he had students stand around a table and he had taken a sample of uh, a drop of the water and looked at it under a slide and it didn't form any particular crystallization. Um, in the sense of how we may think of a snowflake forming crystalline structure. And the Japanese water didn't do that. So um, what he did is he had the students gather around a glass of this very same Japanese water, so it had no crystal structure. And he had them all think loving, harmonious thought and aim it at the glass of water. And after a period of time, um, he took a sample of the water again and looked at it under a microscope. And all the students could see, because he did it connected to uh, a television, they could see that the water had actually indeed formed microcrystalline structure. Very simple, but it had started to grow uh, crystal. Um, And then another time, he took, he took, um, he took rice, just plain cooked rice, same pot, stirred it up, and put it into three glass, sterilized glass jars, and sealed it, and in, on the first jar, he put um, ignore, so he would ignore. He wouldn't put any thoughts towards that jar of rice. The second jar, he put love. And then the third jar, he put taped the word hate. And for one month, he did exactly those three things to those two sealed jars of rice. The first one he ignored. The second one he uh, looked at it and he channeled and thought very loving thoughts directly at this jar of rice. I can't remember but I think it was a minute every day. And then the third jar he looked at it, and he, he just threw all sorts of awful, vile thoughts at the jar of rice. And he did this experiment for a month. After a month, um, he took photographs of the three jars of rice. And the first jar had started to grow moldy. There was green mold on it, um, blue mold. But it was going moldy the second the the second jar of rice was completely white like there was nothing growing there was no mold there wasn't anything going on at all in that jar and that was the jar he focused loving thoughts at for the entire month the third jar that he really threw really unkind unpleasant mean thoughts at it had turned black. It was complete, like all three, same rice, same sterilization, same jar, same lid, except for one month he had three very different intentions projected onto each individual container. Recently, um, there was a school in I believe it was London, England. It was in England anyway. Um, Or it might have been Scotland. Um, They did an experiment. where They took two exact same plants, bought on the same day. And they put them in like a display case in the front of the school. And every day, when the students walked by the plants, so they labeled the plants love and hate, And every day they had to either think really loving, kind thoughts to one plant or really mean, awful thoughts to the other plant. Nobody touched it. They were watered like everything else was equal. Same light, same air, everything else was equal. And as the time was going by, one plant, the plant that was being spoken to in love and appreciation, It was thriving, it was doing really well, and the plant, that unkind thoughts and spoken word was aimed at, it started to shrivel, turn yellow, and it started to die. And I think these experiments of thought and spoken word are really fascinating. And the reason I find it fascinating, or, I mean, apart from the obvious that it is fascinating, is the whole idea of vibration and Tesla saying that we are, everything is vibration. Everything is vibration. And the idea that a plant would shrivel up, the idea that rice would turn black, Um, when unkind thoughts and words are spoken or thought toward and aimed at it, is fascinating to me. And it's fascinating to me because um, the human body um, is minimum 70% water. And if you remember our other discussion Um, a couple of episodes ago about how you treat your food and the rushing and banging around of food in today's cooking shows versus the uh, Jacques Pepin method of of just very calmly and slowly and lovingly approaching your food Um, and the vibration that you're putting into the food. The vibration if we think about ourselves the vibration that we're putting into ourselves and into our being and i wanted to just think about that for a bit and and just pose questions so if we if we look at things that we say to ourselves You know, um, our thoughts, the way we appreciate our laptop, the way we appreciate our phone, the way we appreciate our car, the way we appreciate our food, the words when we look in the mirror, the words we speak to ourselves. And posing the question of, what is the vibration that you are sending out? Now, some could argue, well, you don't understand, my car is a piece of crap. And I cuss that thing every day. So it might be a piece of crap, and maybe you do cuss it every day, but um, but does it get you from point A to point B, for the most part? And I mean, I've been having, um, I have, I have what I call electronic fun. And um, I will often have electronic issues where um, it, it just makes me very frustrated I can't say I don't cuss at my laptop or my my one of my laptops just died and and um, but I can't cuss at it because it served me for seven years without really any uh, tech support on my part so I can't cuss at my laptop. I didn't it's kinda of like driving your car for seven years and not doing an oil change, you know, and then screaming at it because it doesn't perform well, so I couldn't yell at my laptop. it had been it had served me faithfully and well, and it just got tired, and maybe I need to change it, the battery so the battery will hold a charge. I don't know, I haven't thought about what I'm going to do yet, but um, but when you think about even just looking at yourself or even if you if you're drinking a glass of water what would happen what would happen if we thought loving thoughts to a glass of water before we drank it what would happen if we had if we thought about ourselves and had kind good loving thoughts towards ourselves and honoring the water and the the goodness within our own body so if someone is saying you don't understand you don't know the life i've had i really appreciate the sentiment and maybe i understand if your life hasn't been easy maybe i understand that sentiment and that thought Maybe it hasn't been simple. There are lots of things that happen in each of our lives that is very can be very painful, can be very difficult, can be massive hurdles and overwhelming. Nobody ever said the road of life would be smooth and easy. But even in that, even in that road of lumps and bumps and rocks and whatever else that you've encountered on your road, your path of life. Is there... So, I will be the first to admit, this is work. And it's not easy work. But it can be good work. Is there a way to turn your gaze away from the life you have experienced, the road that you have journeyed so far, and turn your gaze towards a life. Or just turn your gaze towards gratitude. Just like many podcasts ago saying, being grateful for a lump of charcoal that you could write, I'm grateful for this little lump of charcoal. Is there anything you can be grateful for? And I get it, if you say, you really don't understand. You really don't understand. It's been really, really hard, and I get it. I get it if you get mentally stuck in the, you don't let me tell you about the shitload that my life's been and usually people who start out with that sentence have got the diatribe and the dialogue memorized. And I understand, and I get it. But where can you turn your gaze? Where can I turn my gaze? Where can any of us turn our gaze more? Where can we just simply give a fuck about us? We probably give a... You know care a lot about other people more than ourselves. Where can you just turn your gaze to yourself and say, "You know what? I'm just gonna give a fuck about me. I'm just gonna turn my gaze to my heart to my to my seventy percent sloshy water in this stretchy, elastic container called skin and just think one positive thought. And then maybe when you have that one positive thought, maybe you can find one more positive thought. And then maybe you can find one more. And even if you only find one thought a day, that's positive that you can be grateful for, for yourself, And if you're saying, nobody ever said anything good to me. But you have your own mind, you have your own thoughts. You can say one good thing to you. You can be your own best ally, your own best cheerleader. What is the one thing, the one positive thing that you can say about you to you? Are you really great at drawing one straight line? And if you're going to tell me you don't understand, I can't even draw a straight line, then congratulations, you can draw a curvy line. And if you say, no, you don't understand, I can't even draw a pretty curvy line, then congratulations on drawing a very abstract, weird line, and you're the best abstract, weird line drawer. Find something. The whole world is so filled with telling each of us in so many different ways you're not good enough, you don't measure up, you don't rate up to this A, B, C, or D. So many ways that it tells us, people tell us, ads tell us, TV tells us, shows tell us, whatever tells us that you just don't, you just don't do it, you just don't measure up. That you can find a way, find one word, one thing, and when you find that one word, that one thing, write it down with that little piece of charcoal that you found, or nub of pen, pencil, almost run out ink the last dregs of your glitter pen, crayon. Find a way to write it down. And if every day you read that word and add one more word, and then on day three you read those two words and add one more word, by the end of 30 days you're going to have 30 great words. And I'm going to do this too because literally I just thought of it and I'm literally speaking off the top of my head as I make these podcasts and and I'm going to do that too because that sounds like a really awesome thing to do I just want you to give a fuck about you and find a space where you can love you even if you've never experienced love ever even if you've been so terribly hurt in ways that maybe you've never told anyone or no one really cared about, I care. But what I care more about is not repeating hurt words or repeating hurt action about you to you, but I'd like to be part of the dialogue that repeats loving, peaceful, kind words to you. And if we can journey together in that, That would be really great. It would be more than great. It would be really beautiful. It would be the beginning of you putting your hand on the rudder, on the wheel of your own life and choosing where you steer that ship out of choppy dark water into clear beautiful crystalline water. What do you think about that? What do you think about being your own best ally? Your own best advocate? And you're not doing it for any purpose other than vibrationally you're being kind to yourself. You don't have to share it. You don't have to do anything else with it. Just you being good to you. That's all, and believing that, just like the, the, the words spoken to the rice, the words spoken by Dr. Emoto to the water, the words spoken to the plant that you can speak take control, take charge of the words spoken into your own life and that you can do this. And just just this one time, in spite of all that may have happened to you, just this one time, you be the good that happens to you today. Instead of giving a fuck about all of those other things, You give a fuck about you, and you love you. So like I said, these are really impromptu recorded podcasts, and I'm not a fan of belaboring points and dragging things out to meet time, specific timelines, or... And I think that's all I have to say today. And if somewhere in there you can remember my friend Eli and throw a kind thought, or just think Eli and the word love in the same sentence, I would really appreciate that. I wish you a really, really wonderful day. A lot of goodness. And thanks for tuning in to Give a Fuck and to my podcast and we'll chat again next week. So today's Friday and we'll chat again on Monday. Have a peaceful weekend and take care.